Hey, it's Chica, and I'm so happy that you chose to spend some time with me today. No matter where you are or where you're going, thanks for letting me share a little bit of weirdness with you. It's breakfast time. Who's hungry? Chica in the morning on K94.5. You know, it's not every day that I'm like, you know, these folks actually know what they're talking about. Because most of the time, I like to be like, no, you can't rank them and tell me which one's better. But Ranker.com, I think they're onto something. They have a poll that includes 50 different flavors of Bluebell ice cream. And they've received over 113,000 votes. Like, obviously, you, you already know that you know, certain flavors like chocolate chip cookie dough made the list, right? You already know that ugh, mint chocolate chip made the list, which why? Um, the strawberries and homemade vanilla, the pecan pralines made it. Uh, the millennium crunch made the list. But you're never going to believe which one topped it. I'm thinking it's going to be one of the specials, right? They did that, you know, the delicious Dr. Pepper float, which truly was delicious. Coming in at number three, buttered pecan. Coming in at number two, Bluebell Cookies and Cream. And number one, Homemade Vanilla. You can check out where your favorite ranked as well inside your free K94.5 app. K94.5, Shreveport Bossier's number one hit music channel. Hello, it's Cheek. I'm loving today's feel-good story. A judge in California got tired of sending young people to prison because there they just learn to become a harder criminal. So... He created an alternative, transforming an old juvenile detention center into a vocational training facility, culinary academy, and school only for adolescent offenders. Critics questioned the sustainability, but the judge said, hey, it costs just $25,000 to put a kid through this program, right? That's compared to the $110,000 it costs to house them in prison. This isn't brand new been a work in progress for 20 years and apparently that whole it's not sustainable look at what's paying off sorry but this is the stuff right here that makes me feel good and i hope i did it for you too i mean i'm just saying stuff like that creating a better tomorrow Uh, i love when somebody tells you you can't do that's not gonna work and it totally does work a 94.5, Shreveport Bossier's number one hit music channel. Hello, it's Chica. Have I been following one of the most highlighted prison releases of all time? I think. Uh, now, a lot of people are like, hey, this is one of the most highlighted true crime stories of the decade. I'm sitting here going, for me, it's of a lifetime. So, Gypsy Rose Blanchard... Um, we know the name. Um, she was born to Dee Dee Blanchard. Uh, growing up, her mother claimed that Gypsy Rose had a range of illnesses like leukemia, uh, muscular dystrophy, leading to her being confined to a wheelchair and requiring constant medical attention. Um, things obviously took a turn when Gypsy Rose planned the murder of her mother with the help of her then boyfriend. And the motive behind the murder was Gypsy Rose wanted to be free and she, she she didn't, you know, the whole escape and of the abuse and manipulation that she experienced at the hands of her mother. So Gypsy Rose has come out to talk about basically the craziest, and, and this breaks my heart, really, 
I'm not I'm 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 not sitting here justifying what Gypsy Rose did, by the way. But she came out here to tell people, hey, um, this is one of the worst surgeries that I went through, and this is what happened. So her mom went as far as to get her surgery to remove two of 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 the glands behind her neck. And she said she still suffers side effects from it. Because, you know, she was asked, all right, hey, like, what were some of the craziest, most unnecessary surgeries that you had? And do they still affect you today? Unfortunately, Gypsy Rose has... If she wasn't sick then, I mean, she's definitely sick now, right? With obviously all these different things that she has to deal with. But the craziest part for me about the whole Gypsy Rose Blanchard thing... Granted, she was in jail in Missouri, remember? Her husband, she married somebody while she was in prison. It's from Louisiana. She is living in a small town in Louisiana. Still have no idea which small town it is. All right. I mean, she could be in Sarepta for all we know. All right. Homegirls in Spring Hill. I'm kidding. She's more of a Mansfield girl. Uh, no, I'm kidding. She has Logan Sport written all over her. No, no, no. But li- literally, we don't know which small town she lives in, but we know she lives in a small town in Louisiana. And am I going to be following the story like crazy as she reveals more about her life? Absolutely. I'm crazy like that. Have you been following the whole Gypsy Rose thing? Are you ready for this? K945. Here are three things you need to know before you go. One. Oh, man. This is the stuff that makes me go, wait, wait, hold on, what? So, Louisianians were asked to list off the jobs that they absolutely would not do. All right? And I feel like most of these are, I mean, they correlate with some of the most dangerous jobs in America, really. But apparently, we refuse to be roofers. We definitely don't want to fly anything. And the whole construction thing, that freaks us out, too. But, I mean, I'm curious, though. Did your job make the list of jobs that we absolutely don't want in Louisiana? You can check it out now, K94.5.com. Two. Our girl Tiffany Haddish charged with DUIs. Here's the thing. Homegirl was found asleep at the wheel in Louis in sorry in LA um, several weeks ago. Here's a problem though. Second DUI arrest. She got popped in Georgia, January of 2022. Y'all, I don't know if this happened New Year's Eve. I don't, I don't know exactly when it happened that it came out that okay, she's got another DUI. Right? She was charged with it. Um, but this just reminds me. I. Y'all, it is so much cheaper to get that Uber that's going to cost you 60 bucks at prime time than uh, one of those DUIs. Those things are expensive. Three. Uh, our girl Oprah Winfrey getting hated on again, getting dragged through the mud because she uses a weight loss medication, an unnamed weight loss medication. She said, hey, I'm just doing it to keep my weight from fluctuating. She uses it as needed in addition to exercising, drinking a daily gallon of water, and she says she watches what she eats. Um, man, what, what the, what's the weight loss medication for? We're doing exercise and drink. Actually, you know what, though? I have some dear friends. They're like, hey, once you hit 40, watch out. Your hormones are all kind of funky. So 
I, I guess that's maybe what she's up to. Good on you, Oprah. You feel good, you play good, you do good. Now you know. Now you know. Find out more in the free K945 app. Oh, K945, Shreveport Mosher's number one hit music channel. Hello, it's Chica. And the dumb things that you and I get into. So, the number one complaint that I feel that I hear from all you singles, which I, I love you, but it can't be that bad. And this all started when I was having lunch with a dear friend and I, I, I wasn't complaining about you. I was just saying I didn't see it. I said, I didn't think that online dating was as bad as you made it out to be. I remember one day I opened it up and I said, yo, hit me up and tell me all about you know, the best online dating app. Like, where do you go? Where are people in Shreveport Bossier going to meet people? Tell me why not one positive piece, like there was not one single positive input. So leave it to a dear friend of mine. We're at lunch and she says, put it to the test. She said, put your money where your mouth is, Chica. She said, you're over here talking smack. So we're on day one of online dating where I will follow all the, because I've always said, do as I say, don't do as I do. She said, what if you followed every single prompt? You're over here telling everybody, what if you did this? What if you did that? What if you did it on Bumble yourself? And she said, you try it for 30 days and you tell me if everybody in Shreveport Bossier is right or if they're wrong. So um, if you haven't followed up, dating uh, single Sunday happened past this past Sunday where it was the most popular day for you to get on online dating. Um, I had my friend pick one. She said, I think Bumble's the best one. Pick Bumble. We went and followed all these relationship experts, basically suggestions, right? Where you use a headshot and then a full body picture and then another full body picture and then a picture of you having fun doing something you love, right? We followed all the prompts. Her and I built it out last night, which I'm not gonna lie, the most nerve wracking thing ever. I did not realize how nerve wracking it is to put together a dating profile. You know, I was engaged for a long time. I was with somebody for five years. And even though I've been single for a minute, this is um, this is intense, right? So we're going to check back in. We're going to do regular check-ins uh, and let you know if, if Bumble is the app to use in Shreveport Bossier. Really, in the Arklatex. Because I think it kind of just... You know, spaces you out to, to wherever. I, I don't even know what the radius is. All I know is I texted her and I said, hey, hold on. I'm getting like 60-year-olds and then I'm getting like 20-year-olds. She's like, it's normal. It's just got to swift through what you like. So there's an algorithm. Bumble will figure out what you like. So that that is what, that's what my buddy said. I will keep you updated. This online dating journey, are you lying? Are you telling the truth? Somebody out there is like, ah, oh, Chica don't know what she's getting into. You're exactly right. This could be a big old train wreck, and I hope you're here for it. Day one in the books today. We'll start swiping here in a minute. Uh-uh. K94.5, Shreveport Bossier's number one hit music channel. 
Rise and shine, it's Chica. I got Coach on with us, our life coach, our relationship coach. Welcome, Mr. Derek Jacobs. How are you today? Better than I deserve to Oh, be. my goodness. So we all call you Coach, obviously. You you help a lot of folks out. I know you're also a personal trainer on the side. I know you just kind of do it all. But one thing that I've always loved about you is your advice is faux free. And so that's why we brought you on. Uh, we got a a message on the K945 app. I don't know if you're ready for this one, though. Uh, I'm going to read it to you and you tell me your thoughts on this one. By the way, if you ever have anything for Coach, all you got to do is hit us up inside your free K945 app. It's that easy. You already know where to find that. All right, here we go. Uh, I am two months into a new relationship. When we first met, I didn't know he was going through a divorce. I knew he had a kid, but that's it. It has been pure chaos with his ex, and they're only three months into the year of separation. They need to be separated for a year before they can divorce. That's Louisiana law, I guess. 100%. Oh, all right. Because I don't think Texas has that law. But anyway, um, how can I navigate this relationship and make sure we work out? This is my person, I'm pretty sure. And I can't handle another nine months of this chaos. Mm. Okay, so separation, separation dating, I guess, is what we're looking at right now. First and foremost, you got to slit some clear, solid boundaries. Okay. When you say clear, solid boundaries, what do you mean? There's expectations. Like, if there's an ex involved, there's children. If there's an ex involved, there's children involved. You've got to understand that, hey, where do I fit into that piece? Where do I fit into that puzzle? And how how much priority are you going to put towards me? Because if there's not a lot of priority put towards me, then I'm going to feel like I'm left out, that I'm I'm the last piece of your puzzle. I'm the last thing you think about. And I understand that you're going through a divorce, and I understand that kids involved, but I'm also part. If I think you're my person, then I'm, I'm going to be vested into this. Are you 100% vested into it? That's That's number one. Number two. Kids are a tough situation because you that person is going to be torn as to do I spend time with my kid or do I spend time with my person? And if they're a good father, they're going to want to spend time with their kid, but they also got to have that balancing act that they can spend with both and appease both. And sometimes that's just a hard juggling act to do. Okay, so I actually had something that was kind of similar to this where the, and I know this sounds horrible, but I felt like, he was used like a babysitter. I, I know that's weird to say because he's the father and you should never call the dad the babysitter. And I hate when men are praised for the bare minimum. Like, dude, you're a dad. Like, but it, we had, I remember one time we had this really fun weekend getaway planned in Dallas. I had booked everything. Uh, those Amex po points came in clutch. And I was like, yeah, let's just get away. Let's do something different. He calls and says, hey, we can't go. I have to watch the kid. And I'm like, but it's not your weekend. Like, he's like, I know. Turns out she decided. She found out we were going out. And so she decided she was going to go out with the friends. And in that moment is when I broke up with him. Like, because I, I remember thinking I, in kind of her deal where she's like, I can't do nine months more of this chaos. I couldn't do it either. And that's why I've been, like, very adamant of where... I'm trying my best not to date somebody with kids, right? It, I th it's, it's hard. I guess if I could go back in time, did I do the wrong thing? That's a tough, tough, tough situation. Because here's the deal. You put forth the effort to make things work for y'all on your end. Okay. 
and you felt like that he only put half the effort and that more effort was going towards the ex because ultimately at the end of the day it's about the child but it was also about alleviating giving the ex an opportunity to go do something on her own versus him saying no i've already i love my child Mm -hmm. and i've and i do my time hold that thought hold that thought let's come back to this because i i want to visit that one more time we got coach on with us our life coach our relationship coach as always, if you got any questions for him, it's all inside the K945 app. K945, Shreveport Bossier's number one hit music channel. We got Coach on with us. Hello and welcome, Derek Jacobs. How are you today? Better than I deserve to oh be. Oh my goodness. Well, you've been giving us all the good advice today. Um, so in case you don't know, Derek Jacobs, our life coach, our relationship coach, we just decided, you know what? He's out there giving all the advice for free. We're just going to bring him on, and now you got to give it to everybody on K94.5 land. Um, This is a topic, though, that caught my attention because we did have somebody message in talking about how she can't imagine another nine months of chaos with her... You know, her boyfriend and and his ex and and the kiddo. And I shared a little bit about my situation where I thought I was okay with dating somebody that was, you know, going through a separation and dealing with the whole, hey, got to be separated for a year before we're divorced and all that craziness. The the ex, you know, the the baby mama or or the the ex-wife ruined my weekend. I remember thinking, oh, my gosh. I was so mad. We were supposed to be in Dallas. And he called and said, hey, I got to watch the kiddo. And um, so I, after that, it irritated me. And I said, I also don't want to deal with this. We're going to be doing this for, you know, I don't know how long. I, I'm not going to be that person. And I was very upset. I remember I went to Dallas anyway. And I was so upset. And I broke up with him. And in hindsight, that could have been my person, right? Like, I, I, I kind of look back and I'm like, oh, dang. Like, he was a really good guy. Um, we had a lot of fun together. But I remember thinking, like, the ex-wife isn't worth it for me to, like, continue. Did I do the wrong thing? No. Was I impatient? Not at all. I mean, that's the reality of it. I mean, you, just because they look good on paper and everything works with between you and him, there's still other variables that are involved. And okay. And those other variables can cause resentment. Uh-huh. Can can cause you to not be number one in the relationship, time, all the things that you need in a relationship, and it boils down to this. Okay, was he really ready for the whole separation? Oof! Ouch! Because I- if because if you're really ready for the separation and you're really ready for all that comes with it, then when the ex says, "Oh, oh, by the way, I need you to keep the kid," he steps in and says. Wait a minute. I have something planned with my person. Mm-hmm. Is it important or is it something that you just want or or my are you just using me to be a babysitter? And that way, if he says he says, "Well, I was going to go do this," then he could put his foot down and said, "No, I'm going to Dallas with my girlfriend." But that's not what happened. What happened was she said, "I need you," and he took off running. Right. Uh, so I guess what is your best advice if somebody is trying to make it work with somebody? Managing expectations. Managing expectations. What's that look like? That means you got to know what you're diving into and all that it involves. If there are children involved, what's the custody schedule? You know, is that going to be set in stone? You know, sometimes people go to court and it's not set. And right. And, and you have to kind of wing it. 
and they do two days on, three days off, two days on, three days off. Well, if that's what you're going to do, then y'all got to stick to that. Now, there are going to be certain emergencies that come into play, and that, that's part of being, you know, compassionate about the situation. But if there's something set that y'all have set on in stone, mm-hmm. y'all do it. And then they have to take care of it. The other side has to take care of it. The person that you're dating can't shoulder everything. And that's what happens is they send, think they have to shoulder everything because you, in reality, they're not ready to separate. They're still trying to... There's a couple of threads they're still holding on. And, yeah, they, yeah, and yeah. then they say, well, I don't want to be considered a bad person by not saying yes. Correct. But, but in reality, you're already a bad person because y'all are separated. Ooh! <laughs> uh, coach dropping some just nuggets of wisdom on us. Okay, by the way, If you ever have any questions for Coach or you're kind of like, hey, uh, this is what I'm going through. Coach, what are your thoughts on it? You can always message us inside the K94.5 app. What do you think of this, Coach? Every Friday you come on and just kind of uh, chit-chat with us. Are you down with that? 100%. Would love to do it. All right. Perfect. Life Coach Derek Jacobs hanging out with us every Friday. It's now a thing. K94.5. Hello there. It's Chica. So... You said, hey, I'm going to make this year amazing. I am going to make 2024 my year. Well, I mean, what New Year's resolutions have you done? Have you created a vision board? Super important question there. If so, what is on that vision board? Hmm. Found out that people that stick with their resolutions... They have a few things in common with their approach. So if you're that person that has said, you know what? Enough is enough. 2024, I want to do this. I want to do that. First off, I can't stand when people are like, oh, come on. You said it last year. No, 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 no. I love love the beginning of a new year because it is a promise to yourself that you could do better or you're going to try to do better. All right. And it's the opportunity for you to give yourself that really the the permission to do so. All right. So I'm talking to positive mindsets only. You got that negative mindset. The show probably isn't for you. Just plainly speaking. We don't do negative. We don't do negativity around here. Okay. But having an accountability partner is so important. Um, A dear friend of mine, uh, Michaela Vaughn, famous photographer here in town. She's doing 75 hard. I think she's on day four today. So if you know Michaela Vaughn, I want you to text her right now or she's one of your photographers or you, you know, you got her on Facebook or whatever. I need you to message her right now and be like, good luck with 75 hard. I'm cheering you on. This girl decided she was just going to do 75 hard willy nilly. And I am so excited for her. It's something that I did in 2021 that changed my life forever. All right. Where you basically do, uh, it was, it was rough. Let me tell you this right now. Two workouts a day. One must be outside. You got to read 10 pages of a, of a kind of self-help book. Um, one gallon of water a day. Uh, no alcohol whatsoever. Um, I mean, it is, you know, you got all these rules that you have to follow. And the number one thing her and I talked about was you can't do it without an accountability partner. And I was telling her, I haven't found anybody that wants to try it again. So it's been hard to kind of jump into it. And of course, she was like, girl, start today. I got you. It's what I love about people that are just positive. Uh, I didn't start it, by the way. Um, 
But having an accountability partner is the number one thing to keep you on track when it comes to you sticking with your New Year's resolutions. Also, having visual reminders of your goals. So in my mind, this is where a vision board comes to mind. A vision board is so important. It will help you win every time. All right. But really, though, having a compelling reason to change and really making failure more difficult for yourself. So let's start with finding an accountability partner. All right. Maybe you text your friends and go, hey, how can I help you in 2024? Like, what can I do to, to help you get there? Chances are it may be you being an accountability partner. You don't even know. Right. I'm cheering you on. I want to make sure that you achieve all those dreams, all those goals that you have for yourself in 2024. Let's do it together. You need an accountability partner, can't find one? I mean, hit me up. We'll figure it out, but preferably hit up your best friend and let's see what y'all can figure out together. K94.5, Shreveport Bozier's number one hit music channel. It's Chica. All right, so there's that person, right? There's that person that you think is totally cute or maybe you met them somewhere and you're like, man, we kind of hit it off. Go ahead, shoot your shot. Slide into their DMs. Dating.com has the results of a new survey. 47% of people said that their relationships began because one of them decided to shoot their shot in a private social media message. Of course, they're talking to people who are on dating scenes, like on the dating scene in recent years. Uh, so the poll didn't include people who have been married for like 40 years and had never heard of social media when they were hooking up. Still, 47% shows the massive impact of social media on new relationships. Don't ever be afraid to shoot your shot. Listen, I'm over here like Shaq with three, like with free throws, okay? I know I'm, <laughs> no, I'm not going to score most of the time, but man, I am so confident. I'm like, hey, hello there. How are you? What's up? Um, I'm not, you know, I'm not scared to go after what I want. And I don't think you should be either. I don't think any of us should be. I think a lot of times people are just shy and they're like, oh, hey. Or a lot of times people are like, oh, I didn't, I didn't think of you like that. And I'm like, well, think of me like that. Hello there. <laughs> no, but seriously, this is proof that being confident and just taking that shot goes a long way. I think a lot of times we're just like, I don't want to come off as a creep. Now, there is that fine line, y'all. No is a complete sentence, right? Keep sliding into somebody's DMs nonstop. And there's past the point of where you're being friendly and you're being funny and conversational and to where you're like a little too desperate. You know what I mean? You know, you smelling what I'm stepping on? All right, so... Slide into the DMs. Let's see what happens. What's the worst that could happen? They tell you no? Okay, so you quit wondering about the possibilities. It's that easy.